Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Postalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for this episode, we are covering an older movie for its 25th anniversary, actually, and that's Encino Man. Uh, joining me on this review are the ladies of the Theme Park Films Podcast. How are you doing, ladies? Good, thank, thank you. Hello. Um... Just um, to throw it out there, you two are my very first guests from across the pond. Wow, that's exciting. It is. Yeah. So here we have uh, Carla and Holly. Um, If you two can uh, tell the listeners uh, about your show and what do you guys do over um, at your podcast. Okay, so um, this is Carla. Um, We've got a podcast called Theme Park Films where basically we review any film, but the rule is it must have an associated ride or attraction. So uh, we deal mainly with very light-hearted films, mainly around Disney and Universal Studios in Orlando. Yeah, it's a great podcast. It's on my rotation. Uh, Recently, you guys released uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, and before that, I believe it was Frozen. That's correct. Is there any other episodes you would uh, have listeners start with if they've never checked out your show yet? Well, my personal recommendation would be Back to the Future, but I'm a little bit I'm a little bit biased because that's my favorite film. We are very biased. I would say I would say Jurassic World. I haven't I don't think I've heard the Jurassic World yet, but I am It's the best uh, one. <laughs> well, see, I am too biased with uh, Back to the Future. That is my all-time favorite movie. You, you two can probably see some of the things behind me to include the poster and the uh, the license plate I'm uh, very, on my wall uh, I'm here. I'm very jealous of those. They look fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I, I listened to that, and uh, I might be a little salty that uh, uh, Holly gave it, um, you know, like I mean, she thought the movie was good. Um, I think you guys also discussed, like, uh, or at least Carla, I think if you won the lottery, you would have bought a DeLorean. Absolutely. Absolutely correct, yeah. I I would do that, too. I don't think that would be a waste of money at all. Now, (laughs) although the cars, the DeLorean themselves, aren't very durable cars, um, I don't think I'd drive one to commute with. I'd just buy one I owned. Yeah. Yeah. Carla just wants it to be in her living room. You know, if my living room's big enough, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, it probably wouldn't fit in the living room I've got now. I might have to move. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure I'd get it up three flights of stairs. Wow, three flights? Your living room's on the third floor? Uh, yeah, I live in a rooftop flat. Oh, okay. And flat is uh, an apartment? An apartment, yes. That's a nice way of saying it, yes. Yes. It, sound, it sounds an apartment sounds a lot nicer than a flat. Yeah. Really? That, 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 I think uh, flat just sounds fancier, but that's one of those uh, cultural uh, yeah. differences, yeah. which I'm sure we'll kind of discuss some of that on this movie. Um, so, Encino Man is what you're, uh, you two are joining me for. This movie came out May 22nd, 1992. Um, the number one song at the time, tell me if you guys know it, was Criss Cross's Jump. Yes. Wickety, 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 whack. Yes, that's exactly it. Holly, is that something you're familiar with? If I'm honest, I've never, I've never heard of that song, and I've never heard of this film. Really? This this movie as well? So this is the first yeah. time you've seen the movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, l- well let, great. Me, let me just reassure you, that song was number one in England, but at the time, Holly was a toddler, so... Yeah, oh, okay. I think I was three, so... Yeah. When this movie came out, I was nine. I was nine years old, so just a few years older than um, than Holly. Um, so that was the number one song. It was also uh, number one in the U.S. Uh, for for some time. Some of the other movies that uh, also came out the the very same weekend. It's kind of fitting because this I think this week Alien Covenant just released, uh, but Alien Three also came out the same weekend as Encino Man. Uh, and also Lethal Weapon 3. 
Okay. Nope, I'm sorry. Lethal Weapon 3 was the week before. Uh, Far and Away with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Oh, the, that came yeah, out the same yeah. weekend. I, I know I know them all. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm, like, a, I'm, a bit, uh, I'm a little bit older than Holly, so... Um... <laughs> I've heard of Alien. I had to watch it. Not Alien 3. Yeah, we did. Alien 3. We, we reviewed yeah. Alien for our podcast and upset quite a few people, so... Probably don't promote that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alien Three, um, I think that's um, where it kind of lost some people. Um, don't quote me; I'm not the the hugest Alien fan. I've I've seen all the movies, but uh, I, I definitely wouldn't be someone you go to if you uh, uh, wanted to speak on those films. Personally, I like the second one, the James Cameron one, the best. But um, I think people will fight me uh, over that because uh, people love love the original. Yeah, we found that out. People were very precious about <laughs> it. Um, was Alien Free the one where Sigourney Weaver shaved her head in it? Yes, it had Winona Ryder in it. Okay, okay, yeah. I think I, I, I have seen it, but I have vague memories of it. Right. Um, so in Sino Man, um, Carla, I think it was you that told me that uh, in Europe it's called something else. Yeah, it's called California Man over here. So for years, I didn't realize it was called Encino Man until I went to look it up on IMDb for some reason and couldn't find it and then realized it was listed under a completely different name. I think that's really interesting. Um, I understand that, you know, uh, for, you know, for our friends across the sea or across the ocean, Encino, you know, it's it's just a city in California, so it just makes sense to call it California Man. But I wonder if like people over there just kind of think like, oh, most California people are cavemen's or something. <laughs> so Holly, this is the first time you've seen it, but Carla, what do you remember? You know, like, uh, do you remember like the first time you did see the movie? Yeah, I I have. It's the kind of film that I think. Uh, you need to have seen as a teenager or you know child to really enjoy it as an adult because i think yeah yeah i love i have nothing but fond memories of it and then when i watched it back for this it yeah it wasn't quite what i remembered it to be i i remembered it to be hilarious and i love stony and all of that and then when i watched it back i was yeah i yeah it's a teenage film Yes, it really is. Uh, for me, I don't remember if I saw it in the movie theaters. I, I, I feel like I did, but I, I don't quite remember the experience. Um, but I did watch it when I was a lot younger. Uh, I would watch it often when it was on TV. Uh, I would go rent it at Blockbuster. But Holly, for you, what's your initial thought of uh, watching the movie for the first time? Um, I didn't mind as, as much as I thought I would. I mean, some I just the whole thing is a bit silly. <laughs> <laughs> and sure. Stony is just the worst character ever. But apart from so? that, yeah, it was so annoying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I I kind of think Dave's Stony. the worst. Well, yeah, he was he was also really very annoying. Yes, yes, he was. We'll definitely get into that. Uh, so before we get into a little bit about the movie, let's talk about uh, the cast. Uh, the movie was directed by Les Mayfield. Uh, it stars uh, Sean uh, Sean Astin. Um, who we know from like the Goonies and the um, Lord of the Rings, and then we have Polly Shore who plays uh, Stony, his best friend. Um, Brendan Fraser is uh, he plays Link, the caveman, uh, a very a very young and handsome Brendan Fraser, might I add. Yes, was that one of his first films or not? This was, uh, at least uh, for me, it was, I, I believe it was my first Brendan Fraser movie. Um, I'm trying to think of the timeline because some of the other movies that he came out with uh, really early on was, let me take a look here real quick. Um, so, Encino Man was actually his first, you know, semi-leading role. He was in a movie previously uh, where he played Sailor Number One, so I'm sure nobody would ever call that his very first movie. Now, his second movie is actually a movie I have reviewed on this uh, podcast called School Ties. Uh, that came out the following, actually the very same year, uh, where in that movie uh, he is joined by uh, Casey, uh, I'm not Casey, but uh, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, uh, Chris O'Donnell. 
um, just a uh, a bunch of young up and comers who are now huge stars. Uh, so that was, um, in my opinion, a, a very good movie. So yep, Encino Man and School Ties were um, pretty much his first two big ones, starting out two completely different roles. To the School Ties is a, is a, a drama. Okay. Let me see who else was in this movie. We have uh, Megan Ward, who plays the love interest Robin. And then we have Robin Tooney, which I I don't know if this was uh, her first role, but it's definitely one of her first. She plays Robin's uh, best friend. Michael DeLuise plays Matt, who is Robin's boyfriend and also the school bully. Uh, Anybody else we want to throw in there? I know we have the the, uh, little sister... I don't Tina? know. Tina? No, we're really bad at learning character names. I don't think yeah. I have it anywhere. I think sometimes you guys just call them by their real names. We do. We, um, yeah, that's part of the reason we upset people. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, some people are like their first names just better. Uh, one of my what was it one one of the Emma Stone. You guys kept on calling her Emma Stone and not Gwen Stacy because Gwen just sounded too old. It's too so old. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that talk very much because you also mentioned uh, Gwen Stefani. You feel that her boyfriend calls her Gwen Stefani, not Gwen. Got to. Got to. <laughs> so pretty hilarious there. But I, I guess we'll just leave it at that. If we talk about like other characters, we can um, bring them in here. Um, so for a little refresher in Sino Man, Dave, who is uh, the uh, our main character here, played by Sean Astin, he is um, digging... A hole in his backyard to make a pool. Uh, his best friend Stoney is there to help him. They uncover a frozen block of ice that ends up having a caveman inside it and this caveman is still alive and they use him to try to gain popularity and chaos ensues. Was that about the gist of it would you say ladies? Yes. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, um, well, let's gonna just jump into it. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, we just get a really brief scene of a caveman and woman uh, during the ice age that gets separated because of of a uh, of an earthquake. Do you guys get earthquakes over there? We do not. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I live in Portland, Oregon, which uh, which is just located above California. We obviously don't get um as many earthquakes as they do uh, ours is and when we get ours it's not very big at all so um i can't comprehend the scene here where uh, dave wakes up to an earthquake and i thought it was a little gross that there's like a uh slushy cup that like falls into his f- falls on top of him and he wakes up and drinks right out of it <laughs> and also if there was an earthquake happening wouldn't you think to just sort of maybe get under your bed or I don't know like it could have been a lot worse couldn't it 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 probably could have been but I feel um you know perhaps that it happens a little too often that Uh, he just just thought nothing of it that that could be it but uh just this little one was probably you know kind of minor I feel I guess yeah clearly he does not wake up and doesn't panic right he just he's just kind of going about his day really yeah um, what do you two uh, think about uh, Dave's character? We'll go ahead and start with you, Carla. Well, I think Holly summed it up when she was watching it. She texted me and said he's a Debbie Downer. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a little bit of a of a boring character, isn't he? Really. Yeah, he's he's kind of a jerk. You know, we uh, te- teased it a little bit earlier. Um, there's okay, so Stony and him are the ones that you know dig up this block of ice you know with the caveman and he's trying to get stony to kind of help him with everything he's like look we're not going to tell anybody and then the very next scene he goes to robin's like hey i found a i found a caveman by myself it's like he's taking all the credit like what a jerk and also what was he expecting her reaction to be because if someone came up to me at school and just said hey i found a caveman i'd be like good for you you know, maybe he yeah. should, if he if he wanted to sort of keep her in his secret, he should have said, come over, I need to show you something. You, you know, you need to see something. But yeah, like yeah. the whole thing, the whole thing was a bit, um, I mean, I get obviously when you're maybe in high school and stuff that, you know, your life's quite centred around you. But he wasn't really, you know, his long-term goal, I wasn't really too sure what it was. 
when it was just let's take him to school so we become popular. That's that's pretty much it. Um, clearly, uh, we find out that him and Robin they have known each other, you know, for the for most of their lives, and I guess he's been been trying to get at her all this time and. Um, he mentions earlier in the movie that, you know, he's trying to make this pool, he's tired of being a nobody, and he wants to go out his senior year, like, kind of being popular. So, that's what all is, that's his motivation. I mean, whether you buy it or not, I don't know. But, uh, clearly, Robin, she's just kind of like, oh, right, whatever. I feel she's pretty realistic here. She's just like, she's just humoring him. She's yes. like, oh, wow, cool, a, a caveman. That's, that's great. <laughs> Um, so I really do like that. Uh, what do you guys think about Matt, her boyfriend? To be fair, I think I think he, Dave would be very annoying to have around. Yeah. And I think you know he yeah he was a bit he was a bit sort of rude and stuff. But you know I sort of actually thought you know Dave is sort of bringing it on himself. <laughs> yeah, um, a, a little bit. I mean he he's the one who okay robin has a boyfriend and and dave is like talking to her and and all this stuff and so he's the one who's trying to holler at somebody else's girlfriend right yeah. so i think he deserves a scene where he gets stapled up on, uh, against the wall yeah and, and that whole scene when obviously he got stapled up um and then they ring the the fire alarm so then everyone comes up and can see him being stapled up on the wall i mean obviously they are just staples he probably could have just pulled his arm down yeah why didn't he just take probably. his shirt off and they must have been industrial staples because sean aston was not small in this movie no and i don't remember if there was much distance between his foot and the floor yeah but you're right they, they got to be some pretty industrial staples for sure <laughs> Let's talk about Stoney. What do you guys think about Stoney? Oh, I'm going to let Holly take this one because she has strong opinions. Okay. I just, I just found him really very annoying. Um, I mean, I don't know whether... Was his fashion sense, you know, was it on trend in the 90s? I don't know. No. I, oh, right. That was a Polly Shore thing, yeah. That, that was just the actor himself. Um, see, I was you know only nine at the time so i don't really quite uh, understand his character slash personality when he's not in the movies but a lot of his characters are kind of played similarly but he's obviously got his own fashion sense uh his own his own speech as well you know and it's something that everybody else kind of picks up on did you guys find that a little annoying like the way he would break up like a one syllable word into like two Yes. Like, but of like, yes. I thought th- I I thought that got annoying fast. Yeah, I remember because I was in high school and obviously an English high school, but nevertheless a high school. And I remember at the time I found him hilarious. I thought he was really funny. And I remember even we used to talk like him for a little while whilst it was uh, you know in the cinema and stuff. But looking back, no, no one was actually like that. Definitely not. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> And I would be, I'd be really interested to like be at high school with you, Carla, because I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have ever found that funny. I think, <laughs> yeah, if we'd have been at high school together, Holly most definitely would have hated me, possibly bullied the, me, stapling me up. Yeah, Holly would have stapled me for you. But there's no question I would have been stapled for wall by Holly if we'd have known each other during high school. Um, I think Stoney definitely has the most quotable lines, uh, you know, hindsight, um, wheezing the juice, you know, like that's still, that's still something I hear often from other fans of the movie as well. But um, as far as likable, I don't know. I, I, I like Stoney, uh, but it's just some t- sometimes when he speaks, I'm just like, please just, just, it's one syllable. Can you just make it a one syllable word and not break it up? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like it, uh, you know, like the play between him and Link, you know, so when, um, like the whole montage scene to um, Too Sexy, you know, that song, love that song, love the montage scene, but I think it's kind of, you know, fun watching them trying to teach him certain words, and so that's where I feel like it works for me. So I guess I didn't really mention it, but this is essentially a fish-out-of-water story. Yeah. So after after teaching 
uh, Link some very basic things, uh, giving him a name. The parents come home and the house is a mess because Link was defrosting while the the guys were at school. So Dave's parents comes home. There's uh, drawings all over the wall. Everything's a mess. And uh, he claims that he was uh, was cooking for them. Uh, what do you guys think about the scene with um, the introduction of Link to the family? Well, um, Holly brought up, I think, the best point I've ever heard, that uh, why didn't Link eat their dog? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, maybe because they wouldn't allow him to build a fire. Yeah, I don't know, because he seemed to make friends with the dog, but if you were a caveman, surely if you saw a dog in, in caveman mind, that would just be food. So why wouldn't he go to attack the dog? I thought it was a brilliant point. It it really is. I have no good answer for that. I think the scene when he met the parents, though, um, I did I did really like it when the dad sort of suddenly was like, oh, actually, yeah, I think you did mention it. Right. You just know, along. Yeah, I, obviously, because it's like... Yeah, it sounds familiar, right. It's a typical dad response. But, you know, probably, as a parent, you know, you probably would sort of think, I don't know, is there not any you know, paperwork or, you know, would the school not want to meet you if you're doing some sort of exchange? I don't know. Like, wouldn't there have been, like, a pre-meeting to talk about all of the people from Estonia coming over or whatever it was? But I thought it was, yeah. you know, it was quite... He convinced them quite well. I would probably still have questioned why the house was such a mess because, like, the living room was a mess as well and there was obviously, like, mud everywhere. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, th- that doesn't excuse anything. But as far as paperwork and stuff, you know, maybe it's something where his parents are just so, um, you know, busy and wrapped up in their work that that's why he's like, yeah, no, I, yeah, I think I remember you saying something. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's a, it, it is a great scene. I think the father plays it so well. Just He plays it very straight. Yes. So uh, let's talk about, um, just kind of, we'll just throw this all in together, but... Uh, uh, what about like everything that happens during the school? Uh, Link gains popularity quite quickly, and I think I th- um, it's kind of sad because they kind of depict the the females in this movie as um, being a little shallow. That they find him hot, and that's the only reason he becomes popular. To be fair, though, Peter, if if we're being honest, I think most high school girls would be that shallow. Yeah, but also Robin does say later on in the film when um, Dave calls and says oh do you want to go to prom from jail yeah (laughs) and she says no she says I want to go with someone like Link he doesn't care you know so so she sort of seems to like his sort of laid back attitude which then I find it weird because they all get on board of Link but nobody likes Stoney (laughs) right and they're not that dissimilar. Well, I don't know. No. Link isn't wearing a pink vest, so yeah, maybe um, maybe he I can mean, carry it better. Even even Stony says that he has his his do as well, which I didn't see it. I don't think their hair is that similar, but uh, it's a bit of a stretch that line where he's <laughs> yeah, like, "Oh, yeah. you know, can I call him Stony Number Two because he has my hair?" I'm like, he, "No, he doesn't." Uh, Stony, <laughs> <laughs> cut it out. Um, you really sounded like Stony then. I did. Yeah, yeah, that was a oh, good impression. Could I be Stony number three? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I gotta admit, he's got some some pretty nice digs. I, I think is what he would call it. Uh, he he has a style. I don't know if I could pull it off though. Um, never been uh, much of a long hair kind of guy myself. <laughs> but no, I I think you're right. Robin does. Um, she does like him for. I don't know, quote-unquote, the right reasons uh, a little bit later on. But I still, like, they've never even spoken with him. He doesn't speak. Like, I don't yeah. know. Does I know it find is... that weird that he doesn't speak? Would that not be a bit odd that he doesn't speak at well, all? Well, the, the thing is they say that he's a foreign exchange student from Estonia. So, I mean, I, I think that's... So I guess it works in that, in that sense, really. Which, why, why isn't this called Estonia Man? Or... Where, where is he actually from? That would have been a better uh, name, and they wouldn't have had to have changed it as well. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. So there you go, missed opportunity there. <laughs> so so he's an exchange student. Um, I like. So what what are some of your guys' favorite scenes from school? Because it's kind of it's not really a mon- montage in a sense, but they're really just a bunch of like gags and stuff throughout. Um, I mean, there are some montages like the the scene where he's like eating the frog. <laughs> Oh my, yeah, that made me feel like that's nearly sick. <laughs> like that's that's not how it works. I wonder if there were frogs during the ice age. <laughs> Can't they remember just seeing them. I mean, the, at least he heated it up a bit. Yeah, see, he knows how to cook it. Yeah, <laughs> at the very least. Um. Yeah, I mean, obviously the car scene was probably the bit which stood out the most. Right. When he's, he's driving like, on two wheels. Driving a car. Yeah, which is just, again, I just thought was very random that, you know, the two of them are sat in their lessons. Like, how did he manage to get onto that class when <laughs> right. Stoney and Dave are sat in, like, I don't know, history or something? And, you know, then they just look outside and then they see him driving. And again, <laughs> why would the teacher say, that's fine? the exchange student from Estonia, you come along and drive. <laughs> yeah, like, doesn't he need a, a permit at the very yeah. least? You know, to be, like, how does that work? But, I don't know, maybe they doctored some uh, identification or something like that. Um, yeah, I, di- I did find it funny. Like, Brendan Fraser, for not being able to speak, he does, I think he does a great job, you know, um, just emoting, you know. Uh, he yes. does a lot with his face and, and things like that. Um, what do you think about the two, I don't know what they're called because they're not quite dorks, but they're these guys that are constantly listening to, listening to music in the hallways, uh, that we kind of see once in a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're probably, uh, they're probably the most realistic characters I, I would say. You mean, I, I've seen them in every school I've been at. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I quite liked them. Yeah. They were a bit of light relief, weren't they? And obviously then there's that scene where they're talking to Stoney outside and then the other guy from the computer class, I think, comes over and starts speaking to Link. And then they, they're taking, you know, the sort of... They're being a bit rude about him. But obviously it's to show, like, Link sort of managed to get himself into every group going. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Uh, this is the, the Asian character? Y- yeah. That's uh, Jonathan Kwan, who was also in The Goonies with uh, Sean Astin. Yeah, he oh. played Data. Yes. Yeah. So I don't think I've time. seen the Goonies. Oh my god. Really? Well, that's why you two have a Sorry. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to rectify that. Yeah. I, I'd be very interested to hear your thoughts on that one. Uh it's it's <laughs> one of those that everybody, you know, kinda loved and it's always nice to hear like somebody's like brand new perspective. Uh the Goonies was actually filmed um about an hour and a half away from here, from where I live. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. So pretty much in my backyard, I remember I was actually in the city where they filmed it during, oh gosh, I believe it's 25th anniversary, 25th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's over 30 years old now, so I, I believe it was 25th anniversary. It was a big deal, obviously, because the house um, from that movie, is, it still exists, so people often go over there. That's so oh. cool. I would love to see that. Why don't yeah. we? Get, why don't we do a podcast, Carla? But we could film it from outside the house. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. I think we need to do that. It sounds completely realistic. Let's do it. Yeah, you will have to uh, hit me up when you arrive. We'll <laughs> yeah. go out for coffee. Definitely. Yeah. Let's all do it together. Yeah, I, I will definitely go to, um, there myself. I I haven't been to that house, but um, I was planning for their thirtieth, but. We didn't make it out there, unfortunately, because uh, they were going to do a whole big deal where you uh, go on a tour to uh, the uh, some of the bigger locations, very recognizable from the movie. Wow. So let's talk a little bit about Link and Stoney's uh, afternoon together, um, where they go on a roller coaster ride. They are wheezing the juice. Look at what we have here. Dairy group. Milk duds. You hide these under your pillow, bro, so your mom doesn't find them. If she does, you're tweak, buddy. Uh, you keep on cruising. Fruit group. Sweet tarts. Oh. These are killer, buddy. So citrusy, dude, you'll freak. Keep on cruising. Uh-huh. 
Hey, this is the vegetable group. Vegetable group. Corn nuts. Oh, put them on a pedestal, bro. Look at that. Yeah. That's a kill, huh? Meat group. The beverage. I see, bro. This is what put this place on the map. Oh. What are you doing, Mrs. Tony? No, 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 you can't do this. You can't do this here. Now, now, let's leave now, please. Look, Kashmir Rajneesh, why don't you just chill? No, but still. Link and I are cruising the mountain, bro, and we figure we's a little juice. No, we think the juice. We's the juice. No, 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 we think the juice. I love that scene. I love the scene with the uh, the, the the men from the the little Seven Eleven. Yeah, I mean, yes. it, it was very risky taking him on a roller coaster because I mean, this is you know, he's, <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't have even got in a moving vehicle before now. He could have killed him. Yeah. I thought you know, he loved it. it. He did like it. Yeah, he got a taste for it. But the burrito, the thing, at the, like the 7-Eleven that they go to, and obviously they go through like the food groups and stuff, and then they make, they have the burrito. So, firstly, it just didn't look that nice, the burrito. But I mean, is that, because I don't think I've ever seen it anywhere. Have you, Carla, where you would get some food and there's a microwave in the shop? No, but I think that is an American thing, because when I've stayed with my friend in New Jersey, I've seen it in somewhere... Is it the Wawa in New Jersey? Is that like a famous, uh, I don't know, there seems to be loads of places called the Wawa in New Jersey. And I, I feel that's, yeah, that's probably more uh, of a local thing on the, yeah, on the East Coast. I've seen, but I've seen microwaves in those, but that's kind of more of a residential kind of place. But yeah, certainly over here, you would never find a microwave in a shop. That just wouldn't happen. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> does very that interesting. Ha- does that happen now? Yeah, yeah, there's a Seven oh. Eleven with, um, uh, I wouldn't say they all have microwaves because, I mean, I, I think that is very dated. Uh, yeah. They definitely used to have them for sure because, yeah, you can order stuff that are microwavable and microwave it there uh, when you purchase it. Now they have um, stuff that you can buy that are microwavable, but they have their own hot stuff that are constantly on the rollers. Oh, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, but um, I'm trying to think if there's anything still. I'm sure there are still shops, so uh, so that's interesting. So that's probably more of an American thing. Yeah, yes, I would, definitely. Yeah, you wouldn't see that here. Um, on that note, uh, I, I forgot to kind of ask you uh, in advance, you know, prior to our re- review, but I was going to ask you guys to kind of jot down some of those uh, cultural differences uh, between the UK and America. Okay. So that was interesting to find out that you guys don't have any type of shops that would um, have microwaves. No, we wouldn't do that. And also, I guess like one of the biggest things is this is obviously, especially in like the night, like when I was at school, we did start having proms, but like it, they are nowhere near as big. Like you wouldn't have had one, would you, Carla? No, the proms didn't exist. Proms were bought over by American films basically being shown more and more over here and then we adopted it which i think holly was probably one of the first years that had a prom but there was certainly no prom when i was at school so that was kind of mid to late 90s and then england started getting them or the uk but even now they're not as big a deal as as they are in america and we don't have yearbooks or anything like that i don't know do do you have a yearbook holly Oh, there was talk of one, but I don't think it ever got made. I don't think they have yearbooks even now. We don't oh, do anything wow. like that. Yeah, and we don't have, you know, you wouldn't sort of, even up going to prom, well, it was more of just like a party, really, but you wouldn't really, there wouldn't be that massive emphasis on, like, who are you going with? Oh, wow, that's that's interesting. So, uh, so what is your um, senior year like uh, in in high school then you know your final year it's the same as every other year it's like I mean I guess uh, another big difference is we all wear a school uniform and none none of you wear school uniforms as as far as I can tell I've never seen a school uniform in an American only if it's a private private schools right so all of our schools have school uniforms so you wouldn't be wearing it so Stoney wouldn't look like that (laughs) because <laughs> he wouldn't be allowed to look like that it would be restricted and you would have wear a uniform and you wouldn't be able to have certain haircuts or, or anything like that for school 
I would love to see Stoney in a private school <laughs> in America. <laughs> he would. Uh, is the Fresh Prince popular over in the UK at all? Yes. I I wonder if it's something where Stoney can do. You know, he would take his uniform and wear it backwards. You know, if the uh, print <laughs> on the inside is you know very stylish, uh, so that that'd be really interesting. I wonder if they'd make him cut his hair too. I, yes. uh, I I think they would. I, I think that they would. There's definitely restrictions on on certain haircuts in our schools and things like that. So, yeah. So I find that very fascinating. That uh, prom is something much newer uh, over there. What what else um, do you see? Like, how how is the 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 discipline? Because you know we see Matt just openly staples another student to the wall. Uh, do you think uh, that's something that could happen over there, and like a, a student could get away with it, like uh, on film, obviously? Um, it would definitely happen, but I, I believe the student would be suspended at the very least for doing that. Yeah, yeah. this one, he, everyone kind of didn't think anything of it. Just like, oh, it's another day here at a high school in Encino. Yeah. I mean, obviously our high schools are a lot smaller than yours as well. They're, you know, tiny in comparison, so there wouldn't be anywhere near as many people. Like, you wouldn't have a cafeteria in a high school like you do there. Most people would just bring a packed lunch. Oh, okay. Um, what do you guys think about... Uh, so we kind of touched on the scene where um, <laughs> where Dave gets arrested. Uh, it's because they were uh, underage at a bar. And uh, so Robin asks that uh, Dave ask Link for her to go to the prom with her. I hope people are following so far because... Um, and because of this... Uh, Dave is very salty. You know, he's butthurt, he's jealous of Link, and kind of shuns him. A little bit later on when they get home, he tries to send send uh, Link on his way. You know, he tries to kick him out, you know. And this is, to me, I, I thought this was really sad because being a caveman is, you know, kind of, his mannerisms are very animalistic. And so he's basically like, he, he's telling his pet to just go away. And the way Brendan Fraser plays it, it's, uh, it's very sad. It is sad, and I think that this is the the time that Stoney really shows that he is the nicer person for all of his quirks. Yeah, he, yeah, he is nice here. And also, it does annoy me that Dave just sort of expected Robin to um, to go to prom. Yeah, like he, it sort of just seemed like a given that because he was calling from jail that she would go with him. Yeah, which was a bit weird so then went to take it out on link yeah, it was very harsh i thought it really was holly i know you're not very high on the stony character uh the funny thing is uh Polly shore was n- nominated he was at the very i uh, i don't have it in front of me but i know he was at least nominated for worst actor uh, for a razzie <laughs> oh but I do like his character because throughout the movie, he's always talking about how he just wants to be himself. You know, when they're digging up the hole in the backyard, um, Dave just t- keeps talking about wanting to be popular. But Stoney's like, no, man, I just I just want to be myself. So I do like that about him. You know, he he is something really different. You know, he's driving like a little Vespa motorcycle or something. Um dresses you know very different from everybody else and he doesn't have a care in the world you know he's just gonna do him but then i think it's weird that him and dave are even friends i feel like it's something that they are um they've been friends for a very long time like like childhood and i know they don't outright say it but uh, i feel that's the case because the like the the first time we see them riding to school on on the, the on the scooter if you look at Dave, he he is right, he's sitting in the back of the uh, of the motorcycle scooter. You know, it's a scooter. He's sitting in the back as if this is something that they do all the time. He's not concerned about what anybody thinks. You know, he's just sitting in the back, and I think he was either eating or drinking something. But I'm like, okay, this is th- this is how close they are. So I feel like they go way back, and that's what, uh, and they're both you know quote unquote losers together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about the the hockey scene or the skate ice skating scene? Um, I thought that like it was when Dave was sort of trying to get Link to 
sort of stand up for him. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure there was one bit where something happened with Dave and then he was like, oh, Link, you know, do something, do something, like hit him or something. And then it was a bit, I don't know, like, I think that people, I think the thing about Link, obviously, he gets hit um, by Robin's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then he sort of becomes more popular. I think it's because, you know, with Dave, if Dave did it, he sort of becomes a bit, he's very desperate and everyone can tell. Whereas Link obviously didn't really seem to care. Like he did, but he didn't really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he sort of just was a bit more cool about it. Were you a little surprised that he didn't defend himself? Well, yeah, because I'd have thought as a caveman you would have. Yeah, it would have been a bit more am- animalistic, but then Stoney brought up the point that he would only fight for food, which was, you know, kind of a good point, really, that is it just something that's been bred into us over the years that we need to yeah. fight for anything other than our basic needs. That, that's a very good point, because if you think about it, to Link, he doesn't understand why, why, why he is being picked on. Typically... You would think, you know, the cavemen, you know, they're fighting over uh, possibly women because of possession and also food for survival. So this guy comes out of nowhere and, you know, hits him and he doesn't do anything about it because he's actually confused himself. So, yeah, you could see he was confused. He had no idea why he would do that. Yeah. So I I do like that. A little bit of layer there uh, in in this movie. It's a bit of depth in California, man. Who knew? Just a, just a California man, yeah, just a little bit. You know, I am really considering uh, posting this as California man, but I feel like many aren't going to know what it is. No, I think I think you need to post it under the American name. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't know, where do most of your listeners come from? I'm guessing the US, most of ours are UK, so... Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's, let's talk about the, towards the end of the movie here where, um, you know, it's, it's the big night. Uh, Dave is grounded, and Matt Matt finds out that this uh, Link is really indeed a caveman, you know, sneaks into Dave's room and finds... Was it the room or the garage? But they he finds the pictures, basically finds the pictures of the block of ice and all of that. And this scene I remember very well from the the trailers when I was a kid, you know, where he he uh, announces on stage. Do you want to know the truth? Do you want to know what he really is? He's a caveman. You know that that scene there. It's an odd scene to put in the trailer since we're nearly five minutes from the end. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, kind of spoiled it. But I don't know what he was hoping because obviously, you know, he's talking to a bunch of teenagers. Who isn't going to think that's cool? Yeah, yeah. I, and the thing is, like, even if you think about to the uh, back to the beginning of the movie when Dave tells Robin, she's like, oh, okay. I feel like everyone else is kind of reacting the same way. And because it's such a big party, he's, they're just, you know, they're not thinking quite literally he's a caveman. It's just like, yeah, caveman, you know, it's, that's, that's kind of how everybody's taking it. So it kind of backfires on Matt. Yeah, definitely. But this did have the scene after it, which I really like, which was nearly the end scene where they all have a dance together. I don't know how yeah. they managed to know they were going to all do those dance moves. Oh, well, see, they'd obviously now, taught each other, hadn't they? Yeah, it was yeah. it was cool though. I, and uh, even watching it as a jaded, old, miserable adult, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> now that's I don't know if that's one thing you noticed, but just about every high school American film has a dance scene where everybody seems to know the dance. It, I think it kind of started with "Can't Buy Me Love." Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that film. Yeah. Yeah, when and, when you go to high school, do you have to learn a dance? So at the end of the, <laughs> the prom, you all you all can just do it in sync. Well, to to be fair, there's no class that will teach you. <laughs> However, we do have dance phases uh, and trends that happen all the time. So I can believe like a particular you know uh, type of dance being popular at the time that everybody can do at the same time. So it's not out of the realm of like uh, possibility. So I I, I buy it. Yeah, I'm it's very it. cool. I like to imagine that all American schools do that. Don't ruin my... Yeah. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. 
So I did like that. The, the, the dance, you know, was kind of foreshadowed earlier when Link was um, uh, channel surfing and he found, you know, some people who he thought looked like him, too. So I, I really, really dug that a lot. Yeah, definitely. Uh, any other scenes you guys want to talk about that maybe we uh, kind of skipped over? Um, before I guess before the very end of the movie. Uh, I don't. I don't. I think we've covered most of the ones that I had notes on, Holly. Yeah, I think we've covered most of it. So the very end of the movie, uh, the guys are uh, partying, and they find out that there is a cave woman. This is the the the, the woman from the beginning of the movie. Uh, did that excite you, uh, Holly? Um. Yeah, I thought it was. It was funny how that they went through the whole thing again, like, but it was Link instead of Dave. You know, like, obviously she had gone upstairs and stuff. But, yeah, I just was, you know, I'd quite like to see a sort of a California man too. Yeah, I, I definitely would as well. Um, would you care if they were returning guests or do you just want to see a continuation because of the cavewoman? I just want to see, I just want to see what happens in their lives. Well, um, I agree with you there. Uh, apparently, there is a TV movie called Encino Woman. And oh. I've, yeah, I believe it's a TV spinoff of, you know, the end of the Encino Man movie. I've never seen it. I didn't know it existed until today when I was doing a little bit of research. So I wonder if it's available anywhere. I would be very interested to see. Um, but it does look like some of the characters uh, at least share the same name. So I feel like it, it is uh, the, the same characters at the, le- at the very least. Oh, so maybe I need to watch that. Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see it as well. It's kind of crazy that um, th- this movie, I feel, is a classic. Not in the sense that it's one of those that you must watch. But if you kind of remember it... Like, people had a lot of fun watching this movie, I feel, and that movie must have been, that TV movie must have been really bad, because I don't remember it, uh, hearing about it at all. No, I don't think it ever reached over here at all. Yeah, probably wasn't worth it. No, maybe not, maybe not. So, something I do on my show is, uh, we don't uh, give ratings anymore, but what I do do is I pull up the the ratings off of IMDb and also Rotten Tomatoes and just kind of see which score we kind of agree with. Um, so IMDb has it rated at 5.7 out of 10. And on Rotten Tomatoes, this kind of hurts my heart a little bit, but it's rotten at 16%. 16, kind of low. So the critics do not like that movie. Uh, starting with you, Carla, um, which which score would you agree with more? I, I think I have to go with IMDb. I think, yeah, it deserves it deserves a five. It's a five film. I think that's fair. Okay. What about what about you, Holly? I agree. I mean, there were some bits I thought were silly, and you know, I didn't really like Stony the character. But it was an easy watch. <laughs> like it wasn't. I wasn't looking at you know the time being like when is this going to end. Like it was a short film. It just. You know, it's like a good film to watch, I would imagine, if you're a bit hungover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a fun movie. It's something you can just throw on in the background. Yeah. Uh, for sure, for me, if it's on TV, I'm not going to change the channel because um, I do like the movie uh, a lot. And we didn't even discuss that this movie isn't even that long. Um, you know, Holly, you mentioned that uh, it wasn't a drag or anything like that. It's, it's a quick, you know, it's not even an hour and a half, really. It's 88 minutes. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's really brief. It's a fish-out-of-water story, and, and it's fun. So um, I think, for me, it, this is probably where nostalgia kind of uh, goes into play. But I think 5.7 is a little low. Um, I think it's funny enough that it should be like a low, you know, like a low 6, maybe like a 6.2. Um, yeah, I'd say like a 6.2, I, I, I feel. So just a little bit higher for me, but I do like it a lot. Uh, but Holly, would you watch this again? Yeah, maybe in a couple of years. Yeah. Well, you know, like just, but if it was on again in a couple of years, I'd be like, yeah, it's fine to watch. I'd put it on. Yeah. What about you, Carla? Yeah, I, I would watch it again. As I said, I haven't watched it since I was a teenager, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I'd probably pop it back on again. It certainly made me feel uh, very nostalgic watching it. So I like the soundtrack. The, the music was really good as well. So I enjoyed yeah, that. The- 
yeah, I, I love me some um, some '90s music. Uh, now, is is this movie too dated? I think it's. I think you can definitely place it in the '90s. I think it. Yeah. Yeah, it has a definite '90s feel, but I don't think it's dated enough that like a teenager wouldn't understand it if they watched it now. It's not overly dated. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because I know some movies like. They don't hold up because it's way too dated. You know, um, the technology and everything is just really in your face, and you're like, "All right, this is this is actually kind of bad." So I agree. This is uh, not quite a timeless movie, but um, yeah, I'm glad like nothing, you know, that really sticks out that that bothered me uh, as far as it coming from early '90s. Um, but yeah, if if anyone likes this, I mean, just watch Clueless. You know, Clueless Clueless is another great movie. Comes out three years later. Yeah. So. Uh, a little bit different, but kind of the same. You know, you got the same crowd, uh, basically, at the school. Yeah. So um, so I want to thank you, ladies, for both coming on uh, to the show and, and talking about uh, California Man. Oh, thank you for inviting us. It was, a, it was an honor. We were very, very flattered. Yes. yes thank um, you. No, no, no. The pleasure is all mine. Uh, uh, and just kind of once again, where can listeners uh, find your content and how can they interact with you online? Okay, so you can find us on Twitter at Theme Park Films, and we're also on Instagram at Theme Park Films Podcast. And we have also created a British podcast uh, group where all uh, podcasts from the UK get together and kind of promote each other. So you can find that at www.britpodscene.com. All right, that's awesome. I'll, I'll definitely check that out myself. Um, for me, uh, the listeners can find me on Instagram uh, or Twitter at Podstalgic. If you want to check out any of my other contents, you can also visit CortemParts.com, where you can also find contents uh, or episodes from my other show, We Got Five, uh, with my co-host, Devin. So, uh, upcoming episode, I'm going to go ahead and tease, is uh, one of the movies that stars Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. So, uh, look for that coming up very soon. That is with uh, guest uh, Hannah from uh, Film Roast, so a new friend of mine that I made. So, uh, thank you ladies again uh, so much for uh, coming on to the show. Uh, So, thank you the listeners. If you guys... um, have a moment, please uh, consider leaving an iTunes review for the show if you have not yet done so. And if you have another two minutes, stop by over the Theme Park Film Podcast and leave them one as well. Um, that will really help out both of our shows and uh, the visibility. So um, so th- that'll be it for me. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I will see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.